Good morning, all my meathead hippies. Uh, I'm so glad that I changed the name. I feel like I attracted all the people that I would be friends with. So hello friends. I am going to do something a little different today. I'm still on this like health and wellness hiatus. And I say that not in the way of like, screw it all. I'm eating cake. Although I did have the most amazing gluten-free, dairy-free, coconut milk, cherry, gluten-free cracker, crispy ice cream. It's insane. If if you're in Denver, Mile High Point, Mile High Creamery, Mile High Point Creamery, it's in Central Market. They have three vegan options. It's the best thing I've ever tasted. I just like, and I'm one of those all or nothing people. I'm not somebody that does this moderation in moderation bullshit. <laughs> I like, I can't moderate myself. It's either eat the whole pint, although I did share or don't have it at all. So I think that's just, that's going to be my birthday cake. Oh, so good. Uh, I'm excited because there's like so many great things happening and I'm just going to be really raw, raw and honest and real with you is that there is so much behind the scenes that I wish I could just explain. And there's never a post. Like, I don't, I don't, I refuse to bitch. I refuse to complain. Everything in my life is incredible and wonderful. And I'm so grateful for the opportunities that are happening. But right now, literally everything is in transition. I sold, I'm sold out of all my tea blends, <laughs> which like people are like, wow, that's so successful. No, it's an inventory issue. That was my bad. I did not foresee like, that was just my, that was my issue. So yes, it's wonderful, but it's also not okay. So lesson learned. Um, I'm about ready to launch a brand new Kickstarter. It's a new product for Evolve Motion. And it's just so cool because I'm like really ready for Evolve Motion to be more than just a one product company which is what it is right now, which is great because, you know, the MPAC, it gets people strong. You can travel with it. It's a dope, dope ass bag, but you can do cool things with it. So to be able to bring a second product, the basically MPAC sister <laughs> is what I'm going to call it until the Kickstarter launches. So keep an eye out. I'll have the newsletters going out as soon as it does. I would love for you to just support in any way you can. More details to come. I don't even want to spoil it with the anticipation, but I'm very excited. We've worked so, so long on getting a second product. I mean, it's so funny, like the uh, process of prototyping, you know, you have this idea in your head and you draw it on paper or you try to explain it and people just look at you like you're batshit crazy. And you just have to accept, yep, I'm batshit crazy. And I was talking to my sister who I'm so proud of her, Amy. She is a photographer that's going out on her own and really just like having to put yourself out there. So this is such a tangent, but when you are offering a service or a product or you have an idea, and this goes for ultimately any industry, you, I mean, there's no such thing as yeses. Like you will doubt yourself when you get those no's. And I just am here to tell you and remind you to not doubt yourself because when someone tells you no, it's like the best answer that you can get. It just means that person's not ready for you or they, that you're not ready for them. And there's definitely some persistence that happens where you, you know, if you have a good feeling about the person or the project or the job or the client, be persistent and maybe try to explain in a couple ways, like why, you know, 
what you can do for them, I guess. But I just, I'm working with Girls Inc. and I'm going to do this little workshop for their bold baristas because they have some high school girls that are baristas here in Denver. There's a cafe. And if you guys can go, it's called Bold Beans. So great because it's supporting them and teaching them and it's awesome. But I was working, I'm working on this workshop that I'm going to put together for them. And I'm like, God, what can I, what do I even say? Where do I even start? Because for me, I just, I never, I never took a no and took it to heart. You know, definitely there's moments where you're like, oh, just give me a win, you know, but at the end of the day, it's very much like, all right. And next, right. And next. So I I think that I just feel like I need to say that, you know, this isn't, this is still me on the health and wellness hiatus, but regardless of what you're doing, And it doesn't even have to be your full-time gig. I do think that that's something like it could just be you at your job or you with your family. Like if there's something you want, you got to just accept that the no's do not, they're not, they're not saying your value is less, less than it is. I mean, it's just, don't take the no's as a indicator of who you are and what you can offer. That was really just basically to my sister. So I hope you're listening, Amy. (laughs) but it's for everybody. I, okay. This podcast, let's talk about this podcast. What am I doing? I'm just rambling, but really I've gotten a lot of the same questions and I feel like I've answered a lot of them. So instead of interviewing more people, honestly, two of the audios kind of went to shit. So I didn't have the audios that I was really happy with. And I also, I don't ever put something out there just because I have it. It's like, if I don't feel it that week, Sure. It's on the schedule, but I just, I needed some time. So this podcast, I really wanted to talk about something that just came out and I'm just nerding out about it. And I think it's going to be super cool for people that saw this article or saw this news article. And then I'm going to try to connect this or just at least share some of the podcasts specific to keto. I've had so many friends and uh, family and just people asking me about keto. And since I've had so many things in the past about it, I want to give you my full kind of five minute. This is what I believe for keto slash high fat. And these are the podcasts that I want you to go listen to today. Um, because it's, it exists and I just need to put it all in one place. So this is a podcast of me rambling about something super crazy cool that happened in the news yesterday. (laughs) I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Last night, I was on the couch and I, uh, I just love, I love Denver. I love date night. Date night is like literally the way that I calm down and just like get out of my head. And so we went to Barcelona, which is this wonderful new place. I think it's actually been a couple places, but it finally opened up in Denver and have I made you guys all want to move to Denver (laughs) by the way. Denver is so cool. Uh, and I got this national geographic notification on my fancy new Apple watch, which by the way, I like, am not a gadget person. I hate gadgets because they require me to charge them. The Apple watch is so legit. I can leave my phone at home or in my car and still have the ability to listen to music, to 
well, you can even like set your pictures so you can take the picture from your Apple, but it triggers your camera on your iPhone. So like your phone could be like set up, I don't know, 20 feet away and you can see what it looks like. It's like a little GoPro screen. It's crazy. It's so, so rad. Uh, I mean, I've only had it for a week and I'll keep you posted. I, I sometimes think I shouldn't be this connected, but at the end of the end of the day, if I have less anxiety because I can see, okay, that's important. It's not, et cetera. Then we'll give it a shot, but I digress. So this article, National Geographic came up. It says new human organ was hiding in plain sight. So this is what's crazy is that there's potentially, I don't know if they're for sure going to name it a new organ. It's kind of like a planet. Are they actually going to name it a planet or are they going to end up calling it a moon? But this, I don't even know how to say it. The interstitium, interstitium sound. I think that's what it is. I N T E R S T I T I U M. It reminds me of like basically heart tissue, but what it is, it's under our skin and between our organs. And I think this is so fascinating because the reason it's never been detected is because when they would put it under a microscope, usually with someone that had passed away or tissue that was extracted and then fluid extracted, all the tissue lining and all the cell walls collapsed. So it looked just like, it just looked like anything else. They thought it was connective tissue. And then now they're seeing it live and it's actually this beautiful thing of like fluid and flush. And so let me read some of this article. Uh, in a new study published in the journal Scientific Reports, re- researchers from New York University School of Medicine say they have found a new organ they are calling the interstitium. I, I need to learn how to say that. It's nearly everywhere, just below the skin surface, surrounding arteries and veins, casing the fibrous tissue between muscles and lining our digestive tracts, lungs, and urinary systems. You guys will find out why I'm so fascinated by this. It looks like a mesh. The interstitium is a layer of fluid-filled compartments strung together in a web of collagen, collagen and a flexible protein called elastin. Previously, scientists thought the layer was simply dense connective tissue. The organ has seemingly been hidden in plain sight, and scientists say they missed it because the way of the t- the way the tissue is studied, the same thing I said about earlier, it collapsed. Uh, it's so crazy. To find these pockets of interstitial fluid, medical researchers looked at living tissue instead of sampling dead tissue. They did this by probing technique, um, some fancy endomicroscopy, oh God, guys, I'm butchering this, Uh, going on. Where's the part that I wanted to, here we go. This is why I'm like, so I don't know why I'm nerding out about this so much because we're going to tie this into the lymph. What I have seen, there was this recent documentary on Netflix. So I'm not reading anymore. I have, uh, by the way, this week I'm doing this nine news segment and it's like this full series. It was so cool. Nine news allowed me to put these stories together. I interviewed three to four people, women in education, women in business, and then I track the story. So if you guys listen to it, it's on my blog. All the ones that have happened, been released so far, they're like four minute segments. It's crazy what goes into four minutes of TV. Let me tell you, you think real world would have taught me that, but no, this was a whole different side of life that I've never experienced. And I was just like, you know, you're in the booth and you have to like talk over these 
clips. So there's all this, you know, there's these interviews and then your voice and my voice, you just, it's like never big enough. Like you feel like you're being so big. So I apologize if I'm reading like a, you're talking about the remaining extracellular fluid. So this is what's crazy back to, back to, from the tangent, I'm back. God, I had a lot of espresso. Uh, so this is what's crazy is because I was just watching this documentary on alcohol and this is a Netflix documentary that I think everyone should watch. And it's so cool. It's kind of like the truth on alcohol. And really what he goes through is why do some people get drunk faster than others? Um, what alcohol causes the hangovers, how bad is alcohol for you? And it's just really good. And so they actually talked about, uh, specific hangover cures and I'm excited to, I'll get to that later. But what they did is they said, okay, you have all these people. We have five people. There's clearly like two of these ladies. They say that they get drunk so quickly. These guys say it takes them forever to get drunk. So what is it? And what it is, is it's actually the more fluid you have in your body. And especially when you have more muscle than body fat, because muscle retains more water, it uses up more water. It takes you longer to get drunk or it takes you longer to feel the effects of alcohol. So it's ultimately a hydration issue, but it's not just hydration. It's muscles, it's body composition. And so now listen to this back to reading. You're talking about the remaining extracellular fluid that's unaccounted for. There's about 70% of the human body made of water. Two thirds of that is found in cells. The remaining third is only partially known. And I do body fat testing all the time with people. So when I'm seeing, I can see their inner and extracellular fluid. And that always factors into what your body fat mass is. How much fat do you have? How much fat tissue do you have? And so when I was looking at this documentary, you know, these people were standing right in front of the leaders of water, of the water that made it up them. They did all these lab researchers and, or lab research and figured out exactly how much water was in their cells, but it didn't make sense because it was like, that's not 70. I know as a trainer and as a nutritionist that we are made up of 70% water and that's clearly not 70% of them. So I was already kind of thinking that was weird. And then this article came out about how this is literally this organ is this tissue of fluid that nobody's talking about, that it's just kind of like been accepted. Like, Oh, it's just mass, but it's not just mass because, and this is why I'm saying that all of this and why it's even pertinent to you. It says, quote, it's like a shock absorber. And so what I think, and then this, it goes on. The purpose of the interstitium is that it is a source of lymph, a fluid that moves through the body's lymphatic system and supports immunity. And this is why it's so important to so many people because the lymphatic system, I've never been able to really grasp because it's just like, you know, your blood moves through your body. It pumps, it pumps, it pumps. It goes through thousands of times a day. The lymph is a much slower, but same process. It goes through your body and then flushes it out. And so it uses basically organs, ducts, nodes, it, it's like this, I don't even know it. I've always heard it say it's like a watery, clear fluid. And that like, I, it didn't explain anything to me, but it's like lots of white blood cells, shuttling toxins. It's your detoxification system. And I can't even tell you how many people have issues with detox. Like it's your liver, it's getting rid of things. And so for me to like see this new organ tie into the lymph and, you know, seeing all the people that I see that have issues with detox, it just made me really 
really excited. So I want to talk about the lymph a little bit, things that I've talked about in the past to help stimulate the lymph and why is it, why is it important? The most important reason, or at least why people think it's the most important reason, and it's kind of a mind opener, is it's actually really great to help with cellulite. So for my clients out there that feel like they have a lot of cellulite or like this tissue that no matter how much weightlifting they do, they just can't seem to get rid of it. This was really mind opening for me is to understand that it's actually a detoxification thing. And so it's really getting this lymph moving because what happens if, is it's, if it sits in your fat cells, then it, we can can get that sort of bumpy texture. And so there's a couple of things that can help with lymph nutritionally. The one thing is people that have a lot of cellulite usually have had issues or have been low fat for a long time. Maybe they, maybe they did the slim fast diet. Maybe they did the low fat diet. You know, we've all kind of done that, right? So if you have too low of fat in your diet, you are actually going to clog your gallbladder because your gallbladder, your liver, it creates bile. The only way for it to create great bile is it for, is for it to have good fatty acids. So when we deprive of fatty acids, we can no longer break down that fat and it's just a cycle. And so that even for people that are high fat, if you're not digesting the fat, so you're poop floats and it just kind of sits there or it's runny and you run to the bathroom, all of those are signs of fat digestion issues. It can actually, it really can become an issue of detoxification because what's happening is you are like not allowing your body to really move through giving like the bile support, the duct support, and then again, making good fat be digested to flush more good fats or bad fats out of your system. And so I, I don't know if I explained that well, but what I've found is one, increasing your fatty acids, but also digesting your good fatty acids is a great way to get rid of body fat or at least especially cellulite. And it's so counterintuitive, but that's the biggest change that I noticed in my body, not when I started eating high fat, but when I started digesting fat. And so for me, that was a little bit of liver support and I use glutathione called super oxycell and gallbladder support. For me, it was beta TCP, not ox bile. Sometimes ox bile is great for people without a gallbladder or who have never eaten high fat before, but beta TCP is kind of the, the precursors to create good bile. So beets and taurine and really like the aid in creating it. And it's only a little, like it's a month support. You don't do longer. And if you're doing longer, then there's some, there's a bigger issue, uh, that that's at play, usually liver phosphatidylcholine deficiency. But the point being when you can actually digest fat and cr- utilize good fatty acids, cellulite decreases. And that's so cool for people. And to know that my cellulite is actually an issue of fat, uh, fat malabsorption or not digesting appropriately. And so what some other things you can help with lymph that I've always known, dry brushing, you can rub the back of your legs and they in like your quote problem areas. Um, you can jump on trampolines. I know that Tony Robbins talks about that a lot. You can put your legs up against the wall. You can do inversions going upside down and then contrast baths. So going hot, cold, hot, cold, anything like that is really great in stimulating the lymph and can be really successful for people that just one detoxification issues or two cellulite. And those are kind of one in the same. Honestly, I have seen them kind of tie in together. Uh, some other indicators of detoxification issues. You get really hungover after you drink wine. Um, 
you know, you get really sensitive to smells. So you hate smoke smells or you like smell gasoline and it just like instantly, that's all you can think of. And you like cannot process you're way more sensitive to smells. Um, some other things that I see are really dealing with the period. So if you're a female, if you have some issues with, you know, PMS, really intense PMS or, you know, your breasts swell and your boobs get sore and you really feel like a crazy psycho person. Um, usually it's more of the cramping and it's the really heavy, heavy periods that turn into something like, okay, there's something going on with our liver and you, and liver is our detoxification system. There's so many supplements for the liver, you know, the herbal coffee that I sell that I mentioned earlier that's sold out, but it will be here soon has dandelion root and burdock root. So those are really great for the liver. Uh, but I, I really do love glutathione and I also really love, uh, anything that helps support phase two detoxification. And so that the supplement that I usually use is called MCS two, and it's just like a multivitamin for, for detox. And so that can be really helpful. Uh, I just, I don't really know where I want to end with this, but I just think that if they're finally addressing that this lymph, ultimately the lymph, oh, series. If this lymph is an organ, then it's just a really incredible way for us to open up the door of detoxification being the key and liver being the key to longevity. I mean, they're, they're talking about this. Um, let me see what they say. It says, uh, uh, the theories for the purpose of this is that it's the source of lymph, a fluid that moves through the body's lymphatic system. He says that knowing how diseases spread through this part of the body could help understand even cancer. And I just think that's so cool is like when you look at disease and autoimmunity and inflammation and kind of just any sickness, if our immune system is in this new organ and our immune system is now going to be tied back to our lymph. And we know that our lymph has everything to do with the way we detox. Let's really start to dial in on liver. And most people have a methylation issue, meaning they can't produce glutathione, which is why I take glutathione. They just have an impaired way of giving your body its own basically its own antioxidant. It's the most powerful and abundant antioxidant in our body. If you look at blueberries, everyone says blueberries, fruits, all these antioxidants. What it does is it basically attacks free radicals and gets rid of them. So it's our own body's way of healing ourselves. And it can be tied into insomnia. Methylation issues can be tied to so many different chronic illnesses, especially people that can't heal autoimmunity, or, um, I've had people that just straight up feel horrible and they just can't figure out how to heal. And then it turns in, okay, well, we're clearly not methylating and we're, you know, it's like, I just think if we can methylate, we can do anything. So anyway, this is just such a tangent. I hope you guys like this. I'm going to link this national geographic, uh, article so you guys can read it and let me know your thoughts. Uh, I want to talk about if you are going keto, this is why it's so important because again, fat digestion, if you're new to high fat diets and you have done low fat or you're just brand new to it, you have to give yourself some support. Ox bile, if you've never done high fat and beta TCP. So beta plus is the ox bile, beta TCP. These are on my website. They're from biotics. You can also get them on Amazon. Uh, biotics doesn't jack up the price, but the other thing that is directly tied with that is liver support, gallbladder and liver 
they're right next to each other for a reason. They work synergistically to with each other. And so for me, I'm never going to give somebody gallbladder support without also supporting their liver. And so the glutathione that I use is again, the super oxy cell. Don't get it on Amazon because Amazon resellers just jack it up. Um, and it's silly, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, some of the things that I wanted to talk about with keto high fat diet doesn't necessarily equate to keto. There's a lot of podcasts specifically for this. So I did one with Anthony Gustin. I'm going to try to find the number. So episode 38, I did one with Ethan Godwin, episode 19. And then I have done one with Alex Swanson that I think that's really important, episode 31, because genetics do tie in to how well you do digest fat. So if you are you know, genetically great at eating high fat and you get great results, that's enough. You don't need to get your genes tested. But actually, you don't either way. But if you have ate fat and you feel like okay, I'm eating keto, I'm eating high fat and I'm getting worse or I'm getting more bloated, especially my women, then actually your genetics just don't like it. And so I like splitting to 40% fat, 30% carb, 30% protein. And this is all talked about in my MFIT challenge. I have done high fat diets for over six years and I've played around with them. Originally, my challenges like six years ago were really, really keto and I did great on it, but a lot of my clients did not. And I couldn't understand why. And then I started realizing how much more is at play digestion, gut repair, and also genetics. And so I always start people with 40% fat, 30% protein, 30% carb. And if this is going over your head, I really suggest doing version one of the MFIT challenge to really understand carbs, proteins, fats. It's amazing. And then version two is my more advanced version where we just jump right into intermittent fasting talks and talks about detox and household products and how to really support your body holistically. Um, the other one that I did, Anthony Gustin has a keto podcast. So it's all on my blog, emilystrom.com slash blog. And that was a really great one of how I personally approach high fat diets. I usually time my carbohydrates around my workout. I do best around 125 grams of carbs, which is lower carb, but definitely not keto. And I, I feel like that's my happy place. A lot of women, if they go too low carb, they lose their period, which is what happened to me. And they also, I just could not figure out a way to balance my adrenal issues. I do anaerobic exercise. I do sprints. I, I work really hard in the gym. And for me, there's no way I can do that without some glycogen and consistent glycogen, regardless of what the studies say. Most of those studies have been done on men. So another great podcast, Dr. Stacy Sims, she basically said, F everybody, <laughs> I'm going to do my own research because nobody's studying women and estrogen and fat. And especially like I talk about this with my mom, postmenopausal, you do great with low, lower, um, carb diets. But if you're in, if you're under 40 in a female, you just have to be really smart. I don't want anyone under 50 grams of carbs because I've just not seen long-term success with it. If you have cancer, if you have therapeutic need for high fat diets, or if you're a male, it's great. But long-term for females, I'm just not a big fan of. So again, that's just my opinion and everyone needs to experience for themselves. If you feel like you got great success and now you're kind of plateaued with keto, try bringing down the fat and increasing the carbohydrates slightly. And again, I'm not saying 200 grams of carbs a day. I'm saying 
you know, these are coming from sweet potatoes and I mean, nobody should count vegetables. Vegetables should never count like this whole, I'm sorry, Anthony is doing this. I love Anthony Gustin. Clearly I've done two podcasts with him. He's doing a carnivore diet. Like I just don't get it. And I get that people need to experiment, but that's just, you have to eat vegetables and to limit vegetables because you're high fat is just crazy to me. So Anyway, uh, the point being, I have so many materials there. I really want you guys to just dig in. If you're interested in high fat diets and keto, there's some great resources. The last podcast was Jimmy Moore. Jimmy Moore did an incredible job. It's, um, episode 42. He did an incredible job with making sure that, um, he addressed the fasting, the, the testing. If you are truly keto, you should be testing your blood and seeing how many ketones your body is producing. I also, the last piece is I use supplements to help me get the same benefits of a ketogenic diet like perfect keto. They have an amazing supplement, caffeine free called beta hydroxybutyrate. It's in, I use the chocolate sea salt. And ultimately what it is, is it's saying, okay, if you had 10 grams of carbs a day, your body would produce BHB, beta, beta hydroxybutyrate. But since you're not eating 10 grams of carbs a day, because I would kill everybody, this is a way for you to get the benefits, the therapeutic effects of ketones. And it's, there's a lot to be studied on them. And I take all of them with a grain of salt because your body does the things it does for a reason. And sometimes forcing it to do it isn't always the same effect, but I have noticed a great difference in sugar craving, cutting, like sugar cravings are cut, uh, brain fog is cut and just overall energy is great. So that's another way that you can help increase your ketogenic lifestyle without just depleting yourself in carbohydrates. I hope this is helpful. I know this is a very bizarre type of podcast, but it's something that I just am really like I love nerding out and I also needed to get excited about something because I'm just, everything again is in transition and I am just so ready for it to happen. The gym, the, <laughs> the Kickstarter, the tease, uh, just so you guys know, next MFIT challenge, April 2nd, 21 days for $21 version one, version two, you win some cool patches. If you do well, uh, please join. It's awesome. Or share if you have seen value in it please share with people. People need to know it's the questions that get asked all the time. And I just really hope that you guys join. All right. Thank you guys. <laughs>